I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden side. Welcome to another edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I'm your host this week, Brad. Uh, pleased to be here. We're excited. We got a special guest. We'll get to him in a second. First, Sean, how we doing? Uh, better today. Uh, it's been it's been ugly on the Oilers front. They shit can the the head coach. It can only go up from here. We, we might have a have a we might still have a chance at some of our uh, does our, does our hashtag uh, McDavid Hart have a little little life now? It's it's on life support, but uh, we never know. It, it There's could, a heart get going again. I didn't dress. Beat. I didn't dress my little dude in some Canadian fucking hockey gear for some, not to... some socialist hockey propaganda, yeah. especially just... around these parts. Like he's lucky he wasn't, you know. But come on, man. So, so they fired the coach now. Is, yeah. is what happened? Yeah, okay. the coach. Good. They fired the coach, assistant Good. coach that runs the defense, and they they brought up yeah, the guys the, from Marcus Camby. Out. Get, the... Get him out. <laughs> Yeah. So then they brought up the the guys from like the uh, the lower league that that runs all their like prospects and stuff like that. So oh. uh, it's a, it's a good change, that's for sure. Wesley, we know we know Sean's in a good mood. How are you doing? How are the plants doing down there? I don't know what it is, man. Like I even the, the camera's working good, but I like bring it down here, and it's just like, man. Um, Things are things are uh, looking good, man. Things are looking good. BBN crushing it. Yep. We look good, man. Hey, I I'm like, I'm one. Ask our boy Maddie on Twitter. I am as uh, pessimistic a fucking basketball <laughs> fan as you can imagine. I think we absolutely suck when we're usually decent. I like this team, man. This team's it's it's pretty good. I think it's the year, man. Like. The oh, last shit. the last title we won was the last year I got to watch a season with my mom. This year, oh, this sun. year is the first Ooh. season with my boy. I think I it's think like all that shit's aligning, man. Shit's aligning. I mean, that just that is full on narrative nation. Which yeah. all credit to me. Great segue to <laughs> our guest host this week. This man has so many talents. One of them you just saw, chugging seltzers. The number, the, probably no, number one. Got to be. Yeah, yeah. Weird he boys. Does, he's got the the, the chirp services. Uh, <laughs> he's the future ex husband of Brittany Palmer. This this man does Light, so many lights things. Lights a lot of candles. Lights he, a lot of candles. Lot of candles. Manifests candles so many going. things. Uh, he is like the the Johnny Cochran for short people. This mm. man goes <laughs> all okay. out. Goes all out for the the short kings. It is Aaron Water Show. Aaron, how you doing? Wow, dude, that was a huge announcement. I might have to get a recording of that and chop that up later. But uh, I'm doing good. Uh, we don't yeah. care about each other. We do things big here for for the listeners. I feel good. I know. I was telling for you earlier. People. I feel like uh, like a mom who submits an application to go on Oprah, and she's like <laughs> waiting for that call up. 
and I finally got it. This is what I feel like right now. So I'm pumped, pumped to be in the presence of this greatness and uh, ready to talk some fights. Well, we're we're much happier to have you here than Lance. Uh, so welcome. Yeah, what, a, what a bummer. Right? No Lance. Um, his, his family's got some kind of thing to where they catch <laughs> they catch the most craziest fucking diseases. They got the bad juju. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got to get some scientists in that lab. It's, it it's like a. It must be a humidity thing. It's probably like real humid in Nashville. Classic, um, classic Tennessee, dude. And and we're used. Our people we're used to that dry heat. So they get all these respiratory things going on, right? Yeah, a lot of a lot of smoke, a <laughs> lot of smoke rolling off around town from the the bonfires and the, you know the right. Yeah, the, that's the, probably, <laughs> probably it. They're they're burning a lot of paper down there in uh, Tennessee nowadays. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh, oh shit! shit. Uh, we we've got a bunch to talk about today, so we're not gonna bore you too much. Uh, we'll you know traverse off the trail a, a little bit here and there, but we've got a, a shitty card from last week to recap. Which the other three gentlemen will do a great job of that. I still haven't seen any of it, and, and then we're gonna preview UFC 271. So, without further ado, um. So, guys, I didn't, as I said, didn't watch the fight, but uh, you guys you guys really all thought that this Sean Strickland as a minus 200 favorite fight was going to end inside the distance, huh? Yeah, that was that was a tough go. Uh, he tricked me. He, hood, he hoodwinked me. Talking all this weird fucking psychosexual shit, and dude just cannot perform. Uh, it's, it's, it's not a good look. Like, obviously he, he did beat Hermanson absolutely easily, but if you want to actually be good and people to actually be fans of you, you gotta, uh, you know, actually throw your hands and, and knock some people out or at least try. Don't just coast on a jab. Aaron, you got the mic ready. It feels like you got something to say here. Yeah, no, I mean... He, he, he summed it up pretty well. Just boring fight. Uh, a lot of pitter-patter. A lot of this and that. But nothing very exciting. Once once uh, Hermanson couldn't get him down, it was just like, all right, let's get this over with. And they were just kind of sparring the whole time. So it was boring. I mean, when you talk that much shit, you got to come out hard. You got to do some dope shit. And he did no dope shit throughout the match. So it was kind of like. You'll see a better fight at a uh, San Diego Seals game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh, Steve, Steve's coming Steve, in. With Steve hasn't already. been in the uh, in the chat for a while. We love Steve. Uh, yeah. Wes, yeah, anything to add on this main event? Yeah, man. Like Strickland is. I think he's really fucking good. It's just sad that this dude. Uh, like I said, I, I you don't want me saying you can't finish a six inch sub because it's just not it's not good, bro. Like I don't even think he's gonna sniff a title shot if he. I mean, he's mind. one fight away. Well, Middleweight is pretty bad, man. That's the that's his only like. Saving <laughs> that's the saving grace. grace. Yeah, um, hey, he's he's a pick for a champ at the end of the year. So let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah, but you can't like. I agree. You can't. 
go on these fucking crazy tangents, dude, at these press conferences and shit, and then show up and be like, and, and I, I don't know, he didn't, I don't necessarily made excuses after the fight, pretty much said, like, I froze up, I was terrible. Yeah, like, he, all, he shit on himself. Yeah, he, he absolutely at least he, shit on At least he, you know, did that. He wasn't trying to act like, oh, well, that was the plan or anything like that. I, and he I admitted think, to. Like, he's never going to have any, like, one punch knockout power, but his striking is like good enough that he can almost like Max Holloway. I'm not saying he's that kind of striker, but he can volume his way to finishes. He can get guys. Well, he down. can take risks too. Like yeah. he's got a decent yeah. chin. Like with his hands are get good. He could take some risks in the pocket and he, he might actually get some knockdowns or, or Did you see at the end too when he was like, all right, let's let's throw down. Yeah. And then he like backed up. I was like, dude, you can't do this. <laughs> there was a couple up. on the on this card where one dude at the end was like, let's go and then shoot the takedown and then <laughs> yeah. honestly, I love that. That's a great if head fake. If I were in a fight, I would do that though. Oh, I, I'd almost like I wouldn't like shake hands because I might be the dude that's like, hey, you know, touch gloves and just swing. And, yeah. yeah, I'm all in. <laughs> I'm cheating. Uh, yeah, Strickland's good. He he's always got like his balance. He does those little short steps, and it makes his <laughs> boxing work. But no power, no urgency. I mean, Wes said the the dude can't even finish a six inch sub. He can't even finish talking to start eat this. Six inch sub, like it's it's bad, um, but he's good. And middleweight's not a great division, so I think his next fight is going to be a, a real test because it's not going to be a, a guy that he can just easily control like uh, Strickland again. I, that was a that was a good win though. Yeah, that was a good win, man. Give him Costa. Yeah, like, yeah. If, if Costa actually goes to eighty five, give him to Costa. That'd be dope. Let's do that. That's not a bad fight. I, I hope Costa can make 85 without dying because he's a freak at 85, man. He's like YOLO as far as physique and shit goes. As long as he pulls oh, the trigger. We get we get YOLO, Melvin Manhoof, dude. Like you're talking about two old guys throwing bungalows. That shit's gonna be fun. Like everybody was shitting on. I'm like, that's gonna be fun as hell. Melvin's gonna come, he's gonna come throwing. Like he's gonna make is that a combined over. 92 years old right there? Is that what that is? The, yeah, I think it's the it's, oldest it's ever. Close. The, it's close. the average age of the, the main and the co-main of that, I believe I saw was like 44 and a half or 45 years old, something like that. <laughs> Love that. Ryan Bader's the young man of the group. Yeah, that's, that's a, a bad sign. A vibrant bunch they got over there in Bellator right now. Um but yeah, it's kind of like when they made uh, Shogun and Lil Nog for the the third time. I was like, sure, they can fight each other. I don't want to see them fight anybody else and get killed. So let's do that. Uh, anyways, going to go through the rest of this card real quick. Flyweight division, Canada, Malcolm Gordon's like pound for pound number seven at this point. Uh, oh, man's arm. Arm, oh, arm man. injury. That was yeah. dope, dude. He he, like, he, he, he fucked him up before he he yeah. yeah he he got him to injure himself. Canada was like going on a little run there. I was like, All right, I Canada. know Canada went three and one. You know what we're due for yeah. now? Freedom for twelve. Freedom. That's what it is. Freedom. We yeah, got this little taste of freedom, and we started. Yeah. <laughs> they knew they knew they had something to fight for now, right? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. 
welterweight division phil Rowe defeats jason witt i think this is all kind of how we thought it would go eventually he would get witt's chin and that would be all she wrote exactly yeah, yeah, he, yeah. everyone Witt got the takedown and then when he didn't then that chin showed up and then like everybody like say this fight was going to play out exactly this way yeah. and, bet, and everybody bet yeah. phil Rowe like no that was easy no. that, was, that yeah. was like easy cap uh 205 we got we got the jailbird this man is yoked um and i don't think people quite expected this to go this quickly because marquez is a good grappler when he's fresh and whew, big yeah. big strong big strong guy dude that dude is there's a lot of yoke dudes coming through the ufc right now i don't know if, if, if <laughs> that guy's bricked up getting like less stringent but there's a lot I of hope, I hope they are. I hope they ready. are. Yeah, they they're should. like fucking out. They're hanging. They're handing out like jackets and shit to dudes. And like, <laughs> yeah. kind of like fuck it. Let's give everybody a jacket and you know, <laughs> yoke up. Like this dude looks good though, man. He looks yoked and like skilled. Yes. You know, yeah. Like there's a couple. There's a couple big Brazilians in the UFC now out of nowhere that are like looking good on the mat. Like some prime jacare type shit. One of them broke jacare's arm, but. There's some legit dudes, man. I, I think uh, Steve said it, but Muniz would fuck Izzy up. He would snap <laughs> I, that man in two. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that, but there at least there's some uh, there's some interesting dudes, man, around now. Yeah, he's just... he's thirty, which isn't terrible at at two hundred five because we know yep, what two hundred five is like. So I don't know, maybe he's something. Yeah, this guy's good. We'll see. It, I'll keep watching. That's for sure. Yep. Um, what I won't keep watching is Alexis Davis <laughs> getting a unanimous decision over whatever a Julija is. And um, yeah, we're just going to move on. Uh, cheaty, 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 bang, bang. Ooh, that was uh, that was that was a solid Munich back on track with the Munich and not really much to say about that fight other than. Judy. Yeah, I mean, this he also looks like he's on steroids, dude. All these dudes. I, I hope so. I'm yeah, serious. Looks Jack too, like he? a little winter break or something. So you know what it is? It it's a a long play to get Brock back in the UFC. So <laughs> they're gonna stop testing for steroids. They're gonna break, be, keep bringing in all these monster dudes like Vince McMahon in the '80s, and then Brock's gonna be like, "That's the place to be," because. All the dudes in in WWF are are all skinny little bitches. So. Yeah, no one's complaining either. So let it let it happen, right? Um, Akeem Dewadu continues. Well, Barrio stopped the run for Canada, but uh, Dewadu rebounded nicely. And I, I was wrong on this one. I thought Trezano was going to have a little bit more of a chance with his volume, but Dewadu was just so much better. Yeah, yep. Trezano. Trezano uh... Shaved his mullet too, which is a huge miss. Red flag, red flag. flag. So uh, bad decision before the fight, and also like just bad decisions throughout the fight. So yeah, Duwato's good. If he doesn't get taken down, he's good. Obviously, he's another guy you wish had more power because then he'd be a scary, scary dude. But against guys that are not that great on or not great on the feet, he'll he'll light them up. Where does he rank in the uh, Canada? Canada top is he like a top? Oh, he's, oh, he's, he's number like, one. 
Number yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. sad yeah. as it is. He's that list, one. like posted somewhere. He he'd be. It's an ugly like, list, man. We try not be to legit, make like, that visible. Alexis but, Davis. The, the thing we learned on this podcast a long time ago is you don't want to put anything in writing because then people have something to hold you to. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> make it a Snapchat, dude. Then it'll delete eventually. So. Disappear. Out there, but I'm too old for that shit. Phantom <laughs> uh, weight division. We've got John Castaneda getting the third round arm triangle over Miles Johns. I was wrong here, but didn't see it. Don't know how it played out. Wes, what happened? I mean, Miles Johns just kind of looked like shit. He backed up the whole fight. Um, Castaneda just landed good stuff on him, dude. Um, I don't know if he thought he was just going to counter uh, and get something off on him, but it never came, and he got walked down. And I was completely wrong, too, man. I, is Castaneda good? I don't I don't know, man. It just crazy dumb performance by, uh, by Johns in that fight. Anything yeah. to add? Casanella <laughs> looks all right. I think he looks pretty good. He's got good hands. So he showed he's... a showed a little power in that in that fight too, yeah. man. Like John just looked like he he looked kind of I don't know if he was scared or but he 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 couldn't really figure out Casanella, so Casanella just kind of took him over. Yeah, it, it seems like you really have to look past Castaneda's record coming into the UFC because he lost like three of four or whatever when he came into the UFC, but. Definitely seems like he's a little bit better than that now that he's here. Uh, main cards, featherweight division. This fight, I've been told I have to watch. I will watch it. Uh, Julian Arosa, Juicy J with another banger. The uh, the cross genre or the, the cross industry superstar, MMA and rap and pop or whatever Juicy J does. Uh, over Steven Peterson, who is... Somehow now too fat to make featherweight, uh, but still gets punched in the face a lot. That was a tight one. I uh, I'm always down to fade Arosa, and this time I just couldn't do it. I, I decided to go fight doesn't go because I I figured if if Peterson wins, he probably gets him out of there, and there was a chance that Arosa could get him out of there. Man, it was it was getting close there, and I was kicking myself that I didn't take Peterson, and then he loses just an absolute <laughs> tight decision. As like a huge dog, I had, I had Wes. Some, I, I I think you had some on that. Yeah, I, I had some. I had some Rosa. Um, <clears throat> man, I thought he had him a couple times, dude. Like he did. A, a Rosa is not good, bro. But I tell you what, you never get rid of that dude because no. he's a he is a great fight every time out. And and props to Peterson, man, because uh, I think Lance. I got to listen to some of the show last week and, and y'all were talking about Peterson's like, hasn't been like finished in so many years or something like yeah. that dude is ridiculous, man. Like he took some <laughs> bombs in that fight. He was mangled up. Um, great. Absolute great fight. though. One you definitely need to go watch. Dude. Yeah. You got to watch it. It was definitely in my opinion, fight of the year so far. Probably. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard to beat that in terms of fight of the year. Usually they'll like pick some people that more people recognize for fight of the year, but that shit was fire. It was like watching Dragon Ball Z in real life. <laughs> just uh, just I, I labored spinning that. shit. Spinning it shit. was like, so good. It also looked like it was gonna faint and like, kept going somehow. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I think I, I watched about a round and a half of this next fight uh, because I was you picked the dro- wrong fight to watch. <laughs> I, I was dropping something off at my dad's house, and uh, yeah, it was it was Brian Battle holding Treshawn Gore up against the cage, and nothing happening. Um, and it seems like he won a decision by doing that. Gore, Gore, anytime he threw, would literally like have obliterate this guy, which I thought, which <laughs> just, I thought he was gonna do. And then in the third, he literally does nothing. He doesn't care anymore. I'm like, I was completely right. Like, just would yeah, not pull the trigger. He should have killed that guy. Like, really? Yep. And he, he hit the him battle like, is not good. No, he's fucking horrible, dude. And Gore like threw three good punches and dropped him twice. Like and three battle couldn't see out of one eye. Yeah, and I yeah, that's, really yeah. that well, was, that's what I said when I saw the decision. I was like, "But that guy can't see." <laughs> like, yep. Yeah, it looked like he was going to take over going in the third round because it's all oh, battle can't fucking see, and somehow he just got hugged out. A lot of hugging going on in the uh, main main card, which was uh, a little yeah. disappointing. Hug life. Hug life. Um, was there they're hugging in? The consensus bet cashing again, uh, although I don't think you were able to track this one, right, Sean? But uh, I, I didn't track it at bet stamp because they didn't uh, have odds. Because of course this was kind of a light late notice fight. Yeah. But uh, man, it got a little scary. Allen still loves to get hit when you're getting hit with twenty twenty two by Sam Alvey well, clean Alvey. like multiple Sam times. Sam Alvey's the goat, all right? <laughs> Nobody has hey, been as bad at their job done. for as long as Sam Alvey, and he's still here. Still not done. He said, I ain't done. He's yeah, not done. Saying. He yeah. wants another one. He's going to take a break, but he's he's coming he's back. He's group. ready to go. I wonder what that, that entails for him, regrouping. Maybe go to the woods or something. Have another yeah. kid. Yeah, maybe that's probably what it is. Maybe you should stop smiling, dude. Turn, yeah. turn heel a little bit. Get a, get a, and, get a little aggravated. Yeah, he's got to do something different, dude, because it's not working. It, it'll yeah. be like that. One it hasn't fight been where, working. It'll be the one fight where Diego was the dream instead of the nightmare. <laughs> oh, that was bad. <laughs> so not that. No, we don't want to do that. Uh, yeah. But either way, I don't care. I didn't see it, so for me, never in doubt. Easy money. Easy, easy money. Um, it was, easy. It was easy money. Yeah. It ended Speaking up being of easy money. <laughs> man, the the shave cat is he's good. he's real good. I he only did. saw the highlight of the finish. I, I didn't see the whole fight, but dude's dude's good. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want to fight that dude. He's fucking scary. <laughs> he looks like a like a villain in, in a Taken movie. And in that movie, they fucking actually kill Liam Neeson instead of Liam Neeson killing <laughs> them because he's fucking scary. So. That's a, a good analogy because, I mean, all of the bad guys in any sort of action movie like that over the past five years, uh, they switched them all from Russian to, to like, Chinese or, or some sort of Asian. So, uh, yeah, he fits. He's, he's going to be the next plank pile, the big acting uh, star out of MMA. Oh, God. Oh, he could be 100%. Maybe he can make a cameo in a, a bow rat. He's a Kazakhstan, right? You can make, yeah, you can make so. a, the next four hat. <laughs> right in the head or something. There we go. There we go. He's fucking Bore, good though. Like Bore, I, I, I know. Just Har- <laughs> That'd be amazing. I, I know Harris is not great, but man, the way he, that's that's what he should do against guys. That's that's how good he is. So 
yeah. I think he'll hopefully get a, a pretty big step up after this, and uh, he can still uh, he, he might be finishing some dudes in the top fifteen. Hey, I I thought Harris was good enough that he'd go over one and a half here, and I was wrong. So I mean, that's and, and I. I thought Harris was pretty decent coming into this fight. So that says a lot about the old shave cat. Uh, and then nobody wants to talk about the co-main event. Actually, we, we've we got uh, we've got our representative yeah. from the independent hey, state of Hawaii with us right now. Hey, um, please, please talk about the injustice done to your people here. Dude, left and right, dude. They come to take our <laughs> island, make it a part of America. They're just robbing us left and right. It sucks because I bet on every Hawaiian fighter. It doesn't matter how big of a dog or anything like that. And I'm starting to go fucking broke. So I'm going to need some Hawaiians to start racking up some dubs or we're going to be starting to look like Canada soon. That's, <laughs> yeah. You're getting, you're getting there. I need, I, need, I need to regroup some money somehow. You, you got Max, so you'll you'll never be yeah, in Canada. Yeah, that's all I got. So. But, uh, I, I, unfortunately, I don't think this weekend's going to go too well for you. But we'll see. We'll get yeah, there. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, other than that, kept, cut this Nick and Nate Diaz fool. He's terrible. <laughs> yeah. The, the truth is, he should be smashing dudes on the regional scene, but because he knows the Diaz, he, he got a shot, and now he's stuck in the UFC, and he, he does have some good skills, but he should be rounding out his game on the regional scene, not in the UFC where he has to just hold on to people to win. Yeah, I was hoping I was hoping some like rogue judges were just like fuck this. Sometimes you'll get a judge who's like I don't give a fuck yeah. about like hugging and those like body shots that Puna was throwing at the end of the round maybe yeah. could have won him something, but I he won one card, so Yeah, it was a split. So Yeah. I mean, so did Jack Hermanson. So uh... <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, well Sal fell asleep Ooh. after the second yeah. round. So I mean, how the fuck is he supposed to know who is winning the rounds? Yeah, you can't blame that. That was bad. Speaking God, of man. bad judging, um, that was UFC Vegas, <laughs> where they can control the judges. This weekend is UFC 271 in Texas, where yeah. any fucking thing goes on the judges' scorecards. So keep that in mind when we're breaking these fights down. Uh, any Anything you guys wanted to add on that card before we wrap it up and move on to the preview here? Nope. Thought it was dope. Or dope-ish, so for a fun There we go. Um, Kicking it off this week, uh, first of all, this is like a, it's a good main event. It's a a co-main event that is not necessarily good, but it fits for where the fight is happening. And honestly, the rest of the main card, I I don't hate. I, I I kind of dig the pay-per-view card, but you can tell that Izzy's new contract that's going to trickle down to the rest of the UFC doesn't have a pay-per-view bonus on it because they've got Andre Arlovsky as the featured prelim here, and he's going to win a decision over the Bandera bread, and everyone's going to hate it, and uh, it's not going to get any pay-per-views. But... As Hyper Blue points out, WMMA free main card. So that is that's tremendous work right there. We don't get that very often, so yeah, that is a plus on this one. So on Khabib's card, you get no chicks. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> never, <Wow>. never. 
are they even allowed in the building? No. no. <laughs> you got to wear something. All right. Uh, we are going to kick this one off in the welterweight division. We got Jeremiah Bullfrog Wells taking on. I'm not going to call this dude what he's going around <laughs> calling himself. It's, that's ridiculous. His name is Mike Metheta. And uh, let's let's see how he does because the first time one of Robert Whitaker's friends came into the UFC, got smoked. So I know Izzy's had some other friends in the UFC, but this dude looks like he is ripe to get smoked by the bullfrog. Sean? Yeah, like... I was impressed by Wells last time out. What he, what he did to Worley, especially after that, like, high-paced first round, I was like, oh, man, this guy's going to gas. Worley's going to take over, which is not really what Worley usually does. But, man, he came out of that second round and just put Worley out. Um, I really don't know much about the meth head. Um, Wells, Wells could probably grapple this guy. And he... he I think he'll have success if he does that. Uh, if it's on the feet, then it, it could be a, a bit of a closer match. I'm trying to stay away from, from betting too many fights. I, I have way too many bets already. So I, I won't bet Wells, but I think he wins. He probably gets a finish, but uh, no bet as of right now. I'm glad that you added the as of right now because <laughs> you know you're going to end up having to bet on this one. Wes, what do we got? Yeah, I mean, actually, I, I like Wells quite a bit in this fight. I, I probably shouldn't, but, man, this guy he's fighting, dude, is there on just camp knowing somebody. I mean, he's that – I'm looking – I know Wells should probably take this down and stuff, but, man, he's got a little power, dude. Uh, the, the KO prop is like plus 220, plus 200, something around there. Um, feel like that's something I, I got to sprinkle on here just with the, the, the power that Wills has shown. Um, and inside the distance is a little juice, man, but I'll probably take a little bit more of that as well, just to be safe in case he, he does take him down and, and, uh, gets a sub. But, and I can see some grounded pound in this fight. I, I just, I, I like Wills in this spot, man. I'd rather, uh, try to get a prop though than laying some juice on him. Um, so I'm going to take a little bit of that KO and Wills inside the distance. Aaron, what are you thinking here? Um, yeah, similar sentiments. I think uh, Mateta, I think is his name. Uh, he's a kickboxer, so he's coming in. And he's just boys without a sign yet, so he's coming in and just trying to – I guess he just came along for the ride. I'm not not sure why he's getting a, a, a shot here other than being boys without a sign. I'm sure that's part of his, his compensation yes. that he's been bragging about, so <laughs> – um, but yeah, Wells is a savage. Worley Alves on your first fight is no joke. It's like nuts. That's, a, that that's not nuts. a contender series fight. That's like a really good fighter, and he like beat the shit out of him. So, and he's well rounded. He's from that that Henzo gym, and those guys can all bang. So, I think yeah, uh, Wells and ITD is probably going to happen. Uh, yeah, but the the price is eh. what is what is Wells ITD? It's it's minus money. So yeah, you you probably got to pick. If you want to back it, but I, I I took the under. It was 150. It's going up, so I don't I don't I don't like it too much. If it inches much more up, but that's what I bet. I think I think they're just gonna go in there and bang real quick, and then someone's gonna 
go out, or I think Wells can get a sub pretty easily if he wants it. So I don't see why he wouldn't. Yeah, I, I don't like betting unders once they get too much higher than that like 150 yeah. spot that you got it at, but <laughs> it's really hard to see this one not going that way because they're going to come forward, they're going to collide, and it's either you know the the, the Matheta uh, lands something on them and, and gets them out of there, or uh, or Wells gets something in, into the clinch, and if this hits the ground, he's going to absolutely smoke this dude. Yeah, I mean, Mike looked dangerous, too. I, I've watched, like, his last, I think, yeah, three fights. So. He does some, some weird shit when he's kickboxing. Like, he, he, like, throws shit from, like, weird angles, so if he gets a KO, it wouldn't be too surprising, honestly, so... Um, but yeah. uh, I, I like, like Wells quite a bit in this one. I think he's going to get it to the ground. He's not going to fuck around too much. And uh, I, I know Wes took some TKO. I, I took some sub at plus 205 uh, just because I think that this this guy coming in has no ground game whatsoever. And uh, he's just here as, as part of that Izzy compensation package. So uh, I'm going to take it. I'm quite confident in Wells. I'll, I'll probably have him in a parlay or something as well. Uh, but one, a couple places out there still have like minus 135, minus 140 for inside, which yeah. isn't terrible, um, but not super. Next up, we are in the bantamweight division, and we've got Sergey Morozov. Is this another Kazakhstan guy? Where, where is he from? He is. Kazakhstan. All right. These guys are trying to take over now. He's coming in and he's facing uh, the little gremlin. The Douglas De Silva, DeAndrage, whatever, however many does he's got in his name. Sean? Yeah, he's the collector of all the great uh, Brazilian last names. Mm-hmm. Um, Morozov, he, he, uh, he is not a shaved cat, that's for sure. Um I, I don't know how good he is. For me, it's tough to... Like, DeAndrage did what he should have done against that bum late-notice opponent last time out. That's that's good. He, he still has some power uh, at his age. It just It's tough for me to back a, a 36-year-old that might be pushing 40 in, in Brazilian years um, against Morozov. I, I don't think Morozov is good either. I'll pick... On Andrade and in Toutmaster, but man, uh, it's 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 a tough bet for me to to put some money on an, an old man at this lower weight classes. Speaking of Toutmaster, <clears throat> what are we like fourth, fifth, sixth? The, the three like of us. <clears throat> it, it, it's pretty impressive. Lance is like twentieth. Uh, that's that's why he wasn't allowed on the show this week. He needs to do better, and then he can come back on the show. Uh, but your, your boys are holding it down. Wes, what do you got here? For now. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think much of uh, Morozov either. Um, just looking at uh, Andrade's level of competition here, man, it's just drastically different. And Morozov is 32 as well. I mean, it's not like he's some, some young up-and-comer. The UFC would consider him a prospect these days, you know. Uh, I mean, I, they do have like a 40 something year old dude on tough that's a heavyweight now that was on like tough two or three or some shit like that. He's like back. It's wild, dude. Um, yeah. Canadian. I, Canadian. 
It's, yeah. I think it's kind of hard to pass up a, a small sprinkle on, on Josh here at this price, man. Uh, plus like 175 now. I mean, I just, I, I think it's going to be kind of a close, slow fight myself. Um, man, at that number, definitely a pick and tout master. Um, I might even look at Andrade by decision. Like it's like plus 400 or something like that. Um, I'll probably end up on Andrade at that dog money, man. But as of right now, just a pick and tout master. I think he kind of wants a slow decision here. Aaron. Yeah, uh, speaking of, like, sauce, right, Andrade, this dude is the most, the most yoked dude in the UFC, I think, pound for pound. He's like Fry so Pepe. He's so much magma. That's like my spring break, like, goals. But, we'll <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think Morales is all right. Like, he's well-rounded. He wrestles, and uh, he's, he looked decent on his on the feet against Taha last time. But he did get tagged a few times, and obviously Andrade, like, can like lay the hammer down. Dude's really strong, and I know a lot of times when you go against dudes like Andrade, you're a little hesitant to pull the trigger. So he might be wrestling a little bit more than he usually does. But yeah, I think the odds are about right. Honestly, I was looking at the the like the props for Andrade, like Andrade by TKO and Andrade by sub, and Andrade by sub to like fourteen hundred, fourteen to one, and Andrade by TKO is. 550 so i don't know i might try to poke some there and just hope he fucking knocks him out because he i mean he, he did get landed on a few times i was watching that taha fight with with morozov and if if andrage lands on you you're probably gonna go out so i don't know what these kazakhstan guys are where they're training at or how they're starting to pump out so much talent but it's we gotta start investigating these guys but yeah i gotta i got i'll pick andrage yeah, I, I think we're going to have a, a sweep on Andrade here. Uh, Morozov, I don't understand this line because I, I think the line is based more on the guys that he's fought and lost to than anyone that he's actually beat. Because his last couple losses are are Umar, who's the uh, the Frankie Edgar uh, Medov, and Evloev. Uh, and then you have to go back to, like, he lost to Josh Reddinghouse, which that dude was like a, a World Series washout uh, several years ago. But in that time, he's never actually beaten anybody good. So I, I'm not sure that he deserves a, a minus 200-plus tag here. Um, I, I'm, I'm definitely taking the shot on Andrade in this spot, and... I could see it being a knockout. Uh, I could see him getting to Demorazov's back somehow and and getting a sub. Uh, I, I could see it being a decision. So I, I really have. Normally, I'm I'm the asshole that always tries to look for a prop. So I see. Uh, I'm I'm just taking the plus money here because I, I we're can all picking. Keep it yeah. simple. Exactly. Um, so that's like a like a mini consensus, uh, but we'll get to the real one later. Uh, next up, middleweight division. We've got we, we already had an Izzy guy. Now we got a, a Robert Whitaker guy. Jacob Malcoon is taking on AJ Dobson. Sean. Leave me in contracts for my buddies. <laughs> exactly. I wonder yeah. if like 
Izzy is Matheta's agent, so he gets like 10%. And then Whitaker is Malcoon's agent, so he gets 10% of that one. Because that's the only way the these fi- guys can be They fun. get a finder's fee. I mean, they're, they're going to get these bums into the, the UFC. they gotta, they got to give you some money. Wait until we talk about Arlovsky later, because that man is... <laughs> That man is the hero for every fighter in the UFC right now. Just been around forever, getting paid <laughs> multiple six figures for yep. every fight. Doesn't yep. take any damage anymore. Fights scrubs. Arlovsky's got the life, man. That dude has it figured fucking out. He's a, a smart, smart man in a in a shitty weight class. <laughs> you, you can't blame him. Um, yeah, as for this one, like... Malcoon obviously got starched by Phil Mini Hogs. Um, I, I expected him to get smashed by Al Hassan, but I guess that's just how bad Al Hassan is because he was able to just absolutely out wrestle him and just lay on him and, and just dominate him. I don't think he's going to have much success against Dobson. Uh, I think Dobson's probably decent enough takedown defense. He might even be able to put Malcoon on his back. I don't know if that's the best idea. And I think he's much better on the feet. Uh, I'm kind of surprised by the line. Uh, I haven't bet it yet, but uh, I think Dobson is, is definitely the right side here. Uh, Wes? Yeah, I don't, I don't have too much to add to that. Um, I, I, I do think Dobson's the right side. Um, I don't know if I, I, can, I can bet it, though. It's just... I don't know how good this dude is. I know Malcolm is terrible. I don't know how he beat Hassan. Like, Hassan just probably should be cut. He might be cut at this point. I have no fucking idea. Um, yeah, I, I, I like Dobson here. I just, I, I don't, I don't have a real strong, uh, strong feeling about this one. So probably a pass. Uh, Dobson, Dobson would be a pick though. Yeah. On one side, you got, a guy that's got like five fights who's fought nobody and is here because he trains with Whitaker and the other guy who's got six fights and has fought nobody and is here because everybody wants to fight Aaron. Everybody. What's the breakdown here? Yeah, I get the same. I'm on, I'm not, I'm not Ben Dobson. I I think Dobson wins. Uh, I know the contender series fighters don't fare too well, but Malkoon is like below a contender series fighter in my opinion. So you got, I mean, he did well against, who was it? Uh, Razak, but Razak was kind of on like the on the downhill a little bit too. So he had a little bad karma coming his way. So he was uh, probably due, <laughs> due for some of that. And yeah, I just think Dobbs Dobson's way po- more powerful. And I'm surprised the the over under is at two and a half. So I took that over under that under there too. Uh, something like this you figured is like a one and a half type of deal, but. You get that extra round here, so it is a little juicy. It's minus one fifty, but <clears throat> I, I I put that on there as well, and I want to take the judges out of out of the equation here in Texas as much as I can. So I'll take the under there. I think Dobson just lays him out, but who knows if he if he gasses out Malcolm, maybe he can get some sort of sub. He's supposed to be good at jujitsu, supposedly. So I guess if you're a coach, you should be all right. Yeah. Uh, Almost the exact same thoughts here. Uh, I do have the uh, under one, or sorry, under two and a half. It was like minus one thirty eight at uh, at bet three sixty five. I think it still is around there. If you've got access to that, uh, I like that quite a bit. Um, but I think it's probably Dobson getting it done. 
if he doesn't, that dude just throws so much wild shit that eventually he's going to get tired and Malkoon should be able to take him down because honestly, his wrestling didn't look terrible against Dalhausen. Um, and if Dobson's as gassed as I think he'll be, uh, should be ripe for a sub for Whitaker's BJJ coach. Otherwise, Whitaker's in a whole lot of trouble later on in the card. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, we are in the bantamweight division. We, we've got, uh, we might have to change the order here because, uh, we're starting off with Ronnie Lawrence taking on part of the Hawaiian wave. We got Mana Martinez. So Aaron, you're up first here. Yeah, I'm taking Mana, obviously. Mana means power in Hawaiian, so I'm hoping he brings the power and gets the KO. I think, like, I'm going to back him by KO. I don't think he can win a decision against Ronnie Lawrence. Lawrence obviously like fucking gas tank for days, um, and goes for a lot of takedowns and stuff like that. But he did get tagged a bit um, in his last fight. He got touched a couple times. So as long as they're standing, and who knows? You know, Texas is uh, they don't really they don't really like. I feel like they don't like the grappling as much as they like the striking. So maybe they'll they'll discount him a little bit there. But I got I got Mana here. Mana has some power. He's He's a, he's a pretty big dude for the, the weight division and we'll probably just have to touch him a few times and then he can get him out of there. But the odds are a lot better, so hopefully this will yeah. start my climb back from all the money I've lost. I'll just have to hit probably 10 more of these and then I'll be back to even. So there we I go. think plus you need, two. You need Cabbage Carrera to come back is what you need. <laughs> so you can start making some Dude, I need some Hawaiian heavyweights. I'm mopping in the, in the Bellator scene. So I got I got a plan. I'll be back eventually. But um, one of my KO is plus 650, so I'll be playing that. that if you're going to take them, that's, that's the way, the way, to, way go. to take them. Yeah, you take them like that. <laughs> Dude, they can do it. They can do it. I got all my candles ready, so I'm gonna be. This is a big gambling weekend. I'm gonna start tomorrow and just start, just start boozing and not, not go to bed till the end of the Super Bowl. So that's, that sounds like a plan. <laughs> I wish I was that young again. <laughs> Wes is like maybe maybe if Baby J wakes me up in the middle and I'm crying, I I'm can watch. I can watch some Olympics. I, I'm the idiot. I go to Vegas on Thursday. I do like Thursday. Do yeah, I do Thursday and Friday, and then I'm like really bad oh, yeah. on Saturday. Oh, dude. I get through Saturday, and then Sunday's literally like almost don't come out of the room, man. <laughs> it's bad. I'm like, I should just come on Friday, and I'm like, nah, I got to go Thursday for some reason. You got to go Thursday. Dude. You got to just like breathe the air in a little bit. Have you, you been to circuit yet? You need the boost nah. of oxygen. Dude, it's dope. I was there. I think Lance was there at the same time I was there, but I was so I was so drunk I couldn't meet up with him. I was at at Circle when he was texting me. I was like, "Oh, dude, I don't know if I'm gonna make amazing. it up to the strip because it it's far." Amazing. It's like, it's uh, yeah, it's dope. Oh, especially compared to everything else downtown, it's just like oh, dude, all... it's, like, yeah, it's like a little oasis. I need to hit up Kalikas uh, when we go down there. He's he's doing stuff for Circo, right? So, I think he's down there. Yeah. 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 That'll be fun, uh, Sean. We're we're on Lawrence Martinez. We need a little buffer in between uh, between Aaron's breakdown and reality. So let's go. <laughs> yeah, I, I know there's a lot of forces going against Ronnie Lawrence with with those candles and everything. But I got some I, good ones. I, 
<laughs> I think he might be able to to overcome that. Uh, uh, a little bit surprising, but I think he's going to get takedowns and and probably do some damage on the ground. Uh, I'm not betting it just because I'm trying to stay away from lower level fights as as much as I can. So uh, I'll I'll pick Lawrence. He he probably gets finished. Uh- this is going to be the parlay buster, boys. There we go. Good. I don't want to parlay. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm <laughs> not betting it, so it's, that's that's fine with me. Wes, what do you got? Yeah, I think this is going to be a lot of uh, a lot of Lawrence doing some wrestling, man, <laughs> and, and controlling on the mat. Um, I do think mine is tough, though, and uh, Lawrence by decision is like slight plus money. Um, I was kind of looking at that. I, I'm Kind of like Sean, I don't want to. Still, don't want to lay the the, the juice on uh, Lawrence uh, minus three hundred is just a little steep for me. Uh, but I, I do think it's a good spot. Um, I mean, if Aaron's going to light a candle, it's it's got to be on on KO for sure. Like that's his, yeah, I got the that's KO his, candle ready. That's his that's his path here. So, um, but I just personally, I don't see it. I, I think Lawrence is. Wrestling, his takedowns are, are really, really good, man. Um, I think Mana's going to try to throw some bombs and end up just walking into bad positions and getting taken down personally. So, um, like Lawrence here, I haven't, I haven't betting. Um, was looking at him by decision at like plus 115. Uh, I'm still thinking about it, but he's the pick. Yeah, there, there's a little bit of danger here from, from Mana's early on especially because the kid's got power and he's got some pretty clean hands uh but once they get into the grappling exchanges it's going to be all lawrence i actually think because of his style he's a pretty good prospect uh, he's not like the best athlete or anything like that but he's got really good cardio he seems to be pretty durable and he knows what he's good at and does the things that he's good at, which uh, a lot of young guys don't do. So uh, I've actually got uh, a little bit on Lawrence minus three and a half. Uh, it was minus 135 at the time, but I think he's either going to take him down and win all three rounds or take him down and at some point maybe find a, a sub or a, a ground and pound TKO. Uh, so I like Lawrence quite a bit in here. Don't have him in any parlays, so if if Mana busts it up, it's it's only the one play. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I do think Lawrence gets it done here. Brad, Next, where are you getting your boat your your fight order from? I'm on Tapology. I'm always on Tapology. You should refresh. Yeah, that's not the bad order. You oh, should refresh man. on the <laughs> on the line on best fight odds or Tapology or. Isn't it All funny right. they put the that fight on the like the early prelims, the Hernandez fight? Yeah. Well, the, the Lawrence one we just talked about one, is yeah. going to be the 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 headliner of the the fight oh, is it really? card for everybody. Yeah. Wow. Um, so we we broke down the first three in the right order, yep. I believe. Yeah. Um, and now we got to go back to the the Izzy training partner. Well. <laughs> and, and this is where I unleash the uh, the parlay of the week, but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Light heavyweight division, Carlos Ulberg. Um, I think he should just change his name to Carlsberg. <laughs> uh, and he's he's taken on Fabio Charant, who is not done great so far in his UFC career, but uh, but we'll see now that he's fighting some kickboxing scrub that doesn't know how to grapple. Sean? 
I'm gonna go get another drink while we uh, while we do this one. Whose wife did Charant bang? Because man, he's <laughs> not had a very nice uh, run here. They they give him Menafield, and then they give him Thick Willie. Like they they're just trying to get him hog stamped uh, in in the octagon there, and it it happened. So uh, I'm not sure what he did, but man, they're they're giving him no favors. Um, man, this is. If if I was betting and parlaying Elberg, I'd be a little bit scared. Like, yes, Charant is bad, and his chin is sketchy, and you are a kickboxer, and you did whoop the shit out of Kenny Nunchucks last time uh, until you gassed out, because obviously Nunchucks can take just all of the damage. So y- you should tag this guy and tag this guy early. But if you don't, this guy might be able to take you down and sub you because we have no idea what his ground game is like. So I'm staying away. I think Elberg gets a KO, but I it is a bit scary uh, to, to look at Parley and that dude when you don't know what that ground game looks like. Um, Wes, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about some some Parley busting here? Like, come on, <laughs> we gotta. We got another city kickboxing fucking training partner. And look, I don't think Sharant's like great, but man, he was in there with two fucking just studs. Like, um, if he doesn't get like knocked out quick, like, oh boy, come on, man. This is, uh, it's going to get fun. Um, I like Sharon here at these prices, man. Like him by sub, there's some plus seven fifties out there and shit. There's like a plus nine fifty. At FanDuel on him by sub, like I'm gonna take a little bit of that man. Uh, him inside the distance is like plus three fifty. If he doesn't get KO'd early here, man, we've we've seen this before. Like, um, I don't think this guy's Minifield. You know, I don't think he's Thick Willie throwing bombs like that. If he gets him out there, he gets him out of there. Uh, that's just some crazy prices to me on a guy that I think. If this does get down, it's a wrap. Like he's he's gonna get this guy in something. So uh, plus seven fifty on the sub, uh, I'll take a little of that and um, a little of uh, Sharon inside the distance, like plus three hundred, plus three fifty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Aaron, uh, what you got? Olberg is like my least favorite type of dude. He's like tall and good looking. So fuck him. I think Sharon like. I think the odds are like crazy. Olberg is like a part-time fighter from what I've heard. He's like been on the bachelor in Australia and, and you know, those tall, good looking dudes, they don't know how to deal with adversity. So once he, once he lands that first fucking strike and he doesn't go down, then I think Sharon might be able to take over. I might look for a live spot here instead of taking Sharon pre-fight because Sharon does kind of suck. So I wish he was a little better. I'd be a lot more confident backing him. But I think the odds are crazy. Olberg is is definitely a good kickboxer, but Sharon, if he can mix it up, add some wrestling in there, lay on him, get him tired like he did last fight, I think the game plan's there for him to to get the dub. So yeah, I, I I'm picking Sharon here. I think it's a good bet. I the the parlay of the week is the the fat parlay, if you will, the fade. Izzy's pal, or sorry, Fade Adesanya's pals parlay. Uh, it pays 25 to 1, and it's Jeremiah the Bullfrog Wells by submission, 
and Fabio Chiron by submission. Bang. Guys, I knew he was on that submission. I knew he liked that submission. <laughs> uh, trains under Joey fucking Lozon. So, you know, <laughs> you know that he's a little Boston strong. Um, and Ulberg trains under Israel Adesanya. So, you know that he's soft as a pair of titties. Um, one. one nice one. Um, and Ulberg has terrible cardio I like I think we literally saw the best possible round or round and a half of Ulberg in his fight against uh, against Kenny Nunchucks and he couldn't get him out of there and then he died and then he got knocked out Um, so I think the only difference here is that Sharon is going to submit him instead of knocking him out but probably a couple minutes in, maybe into the second round, uh, Albert's going to be real tired, and then he's going to hit the ground, and he's going to be like, "What's this? We 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 keep fighting when the fight goes down here? Like what what happens?" <laughs> uh, so it's not going to go well. And Sharon sub was like plus seven fifty when I yeah. threw it in there. It's still uh, around there, I believe. Is it really? That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, and there's there, a fan. FanDuel's got a crazy line out there. If anybody's got like legal books, oh yes. Yeah. Fan, FanDuel has 950 on Sharon by the submission. That should be so, that should be up to date. Like, that's a great bet. Yeah, I I think that's the the play there, and Sharon is going to be an intel master as well. The dude is three and one in MMA, and hasn't beaten anybody <laughs> good, and lost to one of the not good guys he's faced. So we'll see what yeah. happens. Dude, I'm telling you, it's pretty pri- privileged. He's like the Jimmy G of, of MMA. Like, again, <laughs> all this bullshit. Like, fuck this guy, dude. Yeah. Oh, I'm about a drink. Sharon's Sh- uh, another one of those dudes that he's not tall for his weight class. I mean, he's he's tall in the general scheme of things. He's like 6'1". But he, he's going to look like a short, little, thick guy in this fight. So you got to back those dudes. 900 right. at the sketchy Russian book. Oh, there you go. I, I, think Ooh, it's I think it's worth it. Next up, we are in the lightweight division. This is actually like a pretty damn good fight. Um, it's certainly interesting and could go in multiple ways. Alex Hernandez taking on Hanato Moicano. Sean, what do we got going on here? Well, yeah, it's it's a good enough fight that Hernandez was crying on Twitter that he got put on the early <laughs> prelims card, <laughs> and then people, other fighters, were were trashing him for for crying. So yeah, you know things things are normal in MMA. Um, I'm so glad I'm not online following because... shit like that. Yeah, um, I think it depends on which it's it's kind of always which Hernandez shows up. Seems when he fights these kind of scrubs, he fucking stamps them out. And then when he fights guys that have some skills, he he falters. I don't know if it's a confidence thing. He seems to not it's throw. He thing. just he yeah. just freezes in there. Um, tiny penis, absolutely tiny. Must tell. have, must have. Um, so I like honestly, I think he can probably stuff some takedowns if Mikano throws or if Mikano shoots, and if it's on the feet and he's aggressive, he has the power to to put Mikano out. Mikano's chin is is sketchy at best. 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I saw Hernandez TKO at, at plus 290. I think that's worth a shot with a guy that her, has Hernandez's power when he does throw and a guy of Moicano's chin. So, I took a shot, one unit at that. Moicano is, is the more skilled fighter. Um, he, he should be able to... Um, beat him up on the feet if if Hernandez doesn't throw a lot and doesn't wade in to just get in tight and, and actually throw some power. I'll probably pick Hernandez because I, I bet him by KO, but I, I definitely could see Moicano uh, jabbing his way to a victory. Wesley. Yeah, I, I can see where Sean's going there. Um, I, I think if Hernandez does win this fight, he's going to catch Moicano on him. It's not like we haven't seen that. Yeah, it's not like we haven't seen that play out, you know, often here lately with uh, Maicano as well. Um, it's a, it's a good price, man. I think it's still around plus two seventy five or so. Hernandez by KO. Uh, I think if you're you're betting Hernandez, take that extra money on KO because Maicano's definitely the the more skilled dude here, like by far, in my opinion. Um, and if Hernandez um, doesn't get him out there, he's not. He's not going to win a decision, in my opinion. Um, I actually think if this gets into the second, later in the second, third round, um, you could see Makano getting a finish um, on a on a tiring Hernandez. So, um, man, I, I kind of lean Hernandez catching one uh, early, the first round, round and a half. Um, just kind of look at the under, uh, under two and a half is still. I believe there's some slight. Um, some slight juice on some out there on two and a half. So um, I kind of feel like one guy's going to get a finish either early or later in the fight. So kind of leaning under as far as a bet uh, right now, I'll, I'll pick Hernandez because he's the dog and I, I think he could catch him, but I, I can absolutely see it playing out the other way. I uh, I was talking about with my kind Aaron, are you going to tell these guys why they're wrong? Or are you going to leave that for me? I'm a I, I'm Team Moicano here, uh, if that's telling them that they're wrong. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Hernandez. The funny thing about this fight is it's like, it's, isn't this like the early prelims? This is kind of a dope fight. I think yeah. Hernandez was bitching about it that they were on the early prelims. Yeah. He's in Texas. I mean, he may, <clears throat> he's the type of fighter who just like sells against like bumps, and then once he takes a little step up, he can't really figure it out. You can tell he runs out of ideas midway through the fight. If he doesn't knock you out in the first round or two, then he's just like, fuck, what do I got to do? And just in all of his losses and every step up of these, that he's taken, he's just kind of looked shitty. So I don't think – I know I know is a much more skilled fighter than he is. I thought when Hernandez left for – where I think he went to somewhere in Colorado. I thought he was going to get a lot better and level up, but I don't think he really did. He's still just kind of like a really athletic dude fighting – He's more of an athlete than a fighter, I think. So, um, yeah, Moicano, I think, much more skilled. I think the odds are probably about right, though. Looking at, what is it, like minus 170? I don't think I'm going to have a bet on on anything here. But um, I think Moicano wins unless Hernandez has those Texas judges in his back pocket, which he might because that Trinaldo decision was one of, like, the worst ever, so. But I think, like, being on the early prelims, he's not going to have the crowd behind him because there is no crowd in the early prelims. So. That, that's probably why he was bitching. He, I don't think he's going to sway anything. So, so yeah, I got Moicano here. I, I like Moicano as well. I, I think if you're taking Hernandez, then, like, 
even going further than the TKO, you take round one. Because if he goes through five minutes and he doesn't land that knockout shot, this man is going to be in such shambles that he might not throw another punch for the rest of the fight. Um, And this is big cage. He's against somebody that can actually move and throw kicks and, and keep range a little bit. Yeah, Moikano's chin is questionable at best. Um, so there is that potential for Hernandez to land something, but he's just so much better. He, he's got way more diverse striking. If this hits the ground, he's the better grappler. Although Hernandez is probably the better wrestler, so I don't think it's going to hit the ground. Uh, but I just see Moikano kind of outpointing him to a decision. He's already beaten better guys than Hernandez, and Hernandez has struggled every time he's fought any sort of guy who's around the rankings. So Moicano by decision is probably what I'm looking at here. Now, now it's the people's main event. This is, this is the one, this is why Aaron's on the show because there was, there was another podcast out little, there. A little thicker. <laughs> that, that, do you have a fire hydrant that you can uh, that you can pick up off screen there? Um, like, like this guy. Like, there it is. Uh, That's the one. Um, man, it is. If you couldn't tell already, if if you're not watching on video, we're we're talking about some thick Willie here. This man is an absolute marvel. The ninth wonder of the world. Some have called him. Um, and he's fighting some tall, lanky Russian dude that likes to get held up against the cage and punched. Uh, Sean, how could this possibly go wrong? It's, it, it, I can't think of it. Um, Grishin was training for Ed Herman. <laughs> and then he got the thickness. <laughs> like I'm not too sure if this guy's gonna show up on Saturday. And make weight. Like ah, uh, I, I I'm not so certain. That is a a terrifying step up from from the spark plug to the thickness. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think Thick Willie can can grapple this dude, get some top time, land some ground and pound, even on the feet. Thick Willie throws wild shit, and you know who that works against? Tall, lanky fucking guys who have tall guy defense. That's who it works against. I like Thick Willie here. Uh, I I think he can can grind on this guy, tire him out, and then he might even knock him out on the feet. Uh, I got a unit on Thick Willie at plus 150. Oh, Wes. Yeah, I mean, I I don't really have to say too much more than that. Then This is a a big, tall fucking dummy with tall guy defense, (laughs) and... uh, Think Willie's gonna gonna do what he wants. Sean's right. He could he could get takedowns here, get some some top time, land some ground and pound. I, I like the plus money here. I'm taking a little uh, KO too at uh, plus three hundred. Uh, Think Willie all day for me. Aaron. Yep, I'm on all of that. Not nothing more to say. Um, you guys put me on the Thick Willie train, so thank you very much. And hopefully this can help pull me out of my Hawaiian debt but uh i'm pretty sure it will so this uh this russian dude's boring as hell like he's an all right fighter he, i think he moved to uh extreme put tour so he's got good coaches and shit doesn't matter dude he's like what a quarter of the size of, of 
the thickness. So I think we're going team thick this week. And uh, yeah, I got a, I got I got a unit on whatever his odds are, and I'll probably have more eventually. So yeah, this dude in his last four fights is one, two, and one, and the one is somehow he took almost ten full minutes to beat Gadzimurav and Tagulov, which that's not even a real name. Uh, I, I just made that shit up right now, and he barely got him out of there. I, I think the thing that makes me most confident about Thick Willie in this fight is that he has so many muscles, um, and the other guy doesn't have a lot of muscles, and, he, and he's really tall. Uh, but Grishin will absolutely allow himself to get held up against the cage and do nothing in a fight. So even if Thick Willie doesn't land that knockout shot, uh, to put him away, which he could. Grishin seems pretty durable, so like maybe he doesn't knock him out. I think he can still just outmuscle him in the. Be, uh oh, oh, I, I my internet glitched out for a second. Oh, I was it was worried they were worried I was saying too much truth on the podcast, <laughs> so they tried to, tried to cancel. Um, I was going to shut you down. That's right. People forget that when he got taken down a bunch of times by D unhung, uh, that he was wearing like the loose fitting Muay Thai venom trunks. And it was his first fight in the venom fight gear. And his balance was all off. Cause he was hanging off to one side. It's a good point. Since, since then he has switched to the compression shorts. And what do you know? He's two for Keeps in place. Yep. Everything's in balance. This man's not falling all over the place. Uh, I don't even think that the Hun- Unhung should get credit for any of those takedowns because, like, when you're when you're walking around with what Thick Willie's flopping over there, uh, sometimes you just stumble and fall over. I mean, it, it's a struggle that we know, and I can't believe that people keep referring to this man as as short. And the little guy, it's it's honestly short sism going on. Dude, I have a dream, bro. One of these days, <laughs> it's it's embarrassing. One of these days, every grocery store will have those little staircases, so I can go up and I can pick the shit <laughs> off the top shelf and not have to ask somebody. No, you. We get the tall guys to do that for. We got to make they, they got to be useful for something. So okay, <laughs> hey, 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 Mister Tall Guy, go over there and pick those. Those uh, Oreos up for me. I'm the over here waiting. So, Aaron, I, I have to ask. Um, actually, before I ask, Thick Willie, Consensus, Munich, Short King Bet of the Week, everything. Thick Willie is getting rid of this Russian fella, uh, and we're all going to make. This is like money. the next Rocky, dude. This is like Rocky Four, but Thick Willie. <laughs> it's like Rocky Four, but for Valentine's Day. Yeah, exactly. You got this. You know? Baby's, uh, on, baby's on with a boxing glove on him. <laughs> <laughs> so when you go into clothing stores, um, they've got those little, like, sticks to grab the stuff off the top rack, and you're supposed to ask somebody at the store for help. But I'm assuming that you, like myself, you just go and you pick that shit up and you use it yourself, do oh, whatever yeah. you want with it I'm in the store. Guy. I'm a stick guy. 
hundred yeah, percent. I walk around, I, I start calling shots whenever I go into the closed door. <laughs> um, do you guys know who Aaron reminds me of? He, oh. He's like a young Dougie. Yep. I, I feel like he's got that vibe, don't he? Yeah, out of Dougie. Uh, <laughs> it's a good. It's a good thing, though. Yeah. It, it is a very good thing. Doug, Dougie's awesome. Uh, are Are you a bromper guy, Aaron? A what? A bromper guy. What is that? A brom- like the the man romper, the bro oh, yeah. romper. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. That, that, that's Two peas in a pod. The romp him. <laughs> I think you call him the romp him, right? Yeah. I, I I've browsed a few catalogs before. <laughs> Dougie um, wore, a, wore a penguin to a damn UFC card. Yeah. Oh, I would rock one of those 100%. Uh, it's too bad he had to, to move to Georgia and get radicalized. <laughs> sad day. A very sad day. Um, but Doug, Dougie's still the man, if he's listening. Uh, Jerry also is listening, and he's the man. Um, so, <laughs> I guess Dougie's in Texas now? There we That's, go. No. Um, see, we're, we're talking about real people, fake names, real people. Uh, yes. next up the card and eh, no, it doesn't quite get good yet. Um, but flyweight division, this fight has been booked 74 times in the past year. Alex Perez, Matt Schnell, they're probably not going to fight because something's going to happen in the next day or two. But, uh, Sean, you can break it down. Fourth time, fourth time this one's booked. So it's not happening is this is the cursed fight. <laughs> Um, it's not the curse fight like, like Ferguson versus Khabib. It's just a, a curse fight that we're not sure why it keeps getting rebooked and we're not sure is, why is, why is it happening? Um, Perez is, is good. Um, the win against Juicy is, is, is nice. Now, obviously it's, it's the leg kicks and those are, depending on who you've bet, or who you're cheering for, those can be very good fuck, or very fuck annoying. Fuck them. And Brad obviously hates them. Hates them most of the time. He's had some uh, Munich bets that may have uh, helped won by those yeah. calf kicks, but I, I hate them. But I'm not a dumb man. All right. No. We'll put it at that. Perez has been out for like 15 months. Um, it's a long time to be sidelined. He he seems to be injured kind of all the time. What are the chances he's coming in relatively healthy into into this fight. When you look back at his wins, they're they're not that impressive. Now like like obviously the Formiga one is nice. But other than that, they don't look that great. And and I don't think Matt Schnell is that good. Um I think he should wrestle more. He he chooses not to, I think just cuz he gets tired from from not completing them against guys that are superior grapplers, but <laughs> I think he can make this kind of a closer fight than than what the line says. I, it's not a big. I put a half a unit on Chanel at plus three fifteen. I'm I'm kind of banking on Perez having a little bit too much hype because he got that title shot and got absolutely waxed in it. I know that was a pretty poor performance, and he he's probably a lot better than that. But you never know. This is in Texas. Weird shit happens. This is uh, this could be a, a closer fight than than what the odds say. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure he is because the other time that he fought a, a type a top uh, flyweight where he didn't use calf kicks, um, so where he didn't cheat, uh, he Benavides. got smoked by Benavides. So yeah. Wes, 
what are you thinking here? I think I'm, I'm going to do something that uh, I said I'd probably never do again uh, on a Max Snell fight, and I'm, I'm probably going to take a little bit of the under. Uh, there we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think that, um, you know, uh, Sean's right with the layoff uh, for Perez and all the injuries. Um, I, I still think he's the slightly better guy here, uh, but there's there's a lot of unknowns coming in. Um, man, I, I think – Snell's got to be that guy, man. If he wants to, if he wants to get a win here, he needs to he needs to go out and um, kind of go crazy like he used to. Um, I kind of see Perez getting him involved in something like that. Like Perez is going to throw some smoke, man. He's gonna he's gonna put uh, Snell in those positions, and I think Snell's going to have to do that. Now, can he can he pull off some kind of choke? Can he get that that position to take down? I, I don't know. I still think Perez is the slightly better guy here, but um, I think Schnell's going to put himself in spots to try to win the fight, and and put him in put him could put himself in bad spots to where he could lose. And I I think it's going to we're finally going to get a crazy match Schnell fight, and we're going to see an under here, hopefully. And um, I'm uh, going to look like a dunce again when it goes 15 minutes and Schnell loses a a really close decision. Aaron, what's the better value? Schnell at plus 300 or fight actually happens at plus 300. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, I'll, I'll take the fight actually happens. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, this, this dude's been, uh, how long has it been since Perez has fought? It's been a while. That's the only I like that. I like that under call a lot. Um, I'm going to be trying to hit as many unders as I can here so I don't have to fuck with the judges, but. Uh, I think Perez is really good, actually. Um, he 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 flailed a bit when he had to take some steps up, but that was against like the top top of the division. And I think he's this time off might do well for him. The the people who have been coming off of a long layoffs haven't been performing as well as I have expected them to perform. I think I don't I don't know what 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 the deal is with that. I think I've heard ring rust was a. Uh, a a fictional tale, but apparently not. So we'll see. I think it. I think I think Perez though has been ready for this fight, and these guys have been training for each other for so long that I think it'll be a, a good scrap. But I think Perez is just a much better fighter than Chanel. Chanel is a, kind of a dusty chin, so I think I'm going to join West there on the under. And uh, yeah, hopefully it's a fun, fast-paced scrap. I'm sure it will be because both of these guys like to bring it, and both of these guys are action guys. So I think I think the under is a good look. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you guys. I think if Schnell wins this fight, it's probably because it's a boring fight. Yeah. And he's doing his new thing where he's, probably. you know, dancing around, keeping space and just just poking at the guy. But if Perez has anything to say about it, he's going to make this into an actual scrap. He's going to get in there and close the distance and throw the calf kicks that I hate and but that will stop Schnell from moving and, and turn this into a fight. So I think you guys are on something with the, the under there. Um, I assume you're looking at the, the under two and a half because yeah. one and a half might be a, a little uh, tricky in that spot. But yeah, a lot, Perez, of, a lot of fights end in round one too. I didn't realize how many fights for yeah. um, Perez yep. in round one. Like, it looks like he's been to the bell for a few times in the past like five years. 
if he can force a sh- uh, shot out of Chanel too, he's got like a really good Darce and and that front headlock series. So uh, I I can see that happening because Chanel will definitely get himself subbed from time to time. So in addition to being knocked out at pretty much any point, so uh, I like the under there. I think Perez probably gets it done, but that line's a little too long for me to to back Perez straight up. So I might be looking at the under with you guys as well. Next, we are in the women's flyweight division, and uh, I guess we can like kind of give this the time of day because Roxanne Modafferi's been around forever, and it's a retirement fight. But I don't know; people seem to care about this. I I really don't. Sean is she just gonna get out athleted like he she has for her entire twenty year career? MMA is a cold hard bitch. And she is going to get absolutely smashed. And she is going to get finished. She's been accumulating a shit ton of damage. And and then, it, you know, in the last couple of weeks, all these nice things are coming out. You know, it's a retirement fight. They're writing articles about her because she's been around forever and all these nice things. And then Casey O'Neill, the fraud King Casey, is going to absolutely smash her and put her away. <laughs> That's that's MMA. They, there's not really many uh, happy stories uh, ending uh, in MMA. I got O'Neill uh, inside the distance plus two hundred for a unit. Wesley, yeah, I mean you just got to be Andre Arlovsky and just stay around forever and beat up bums. You know, it's um, <laughs> Sean, Sean's absolutely right here. Like she's gonna get absolutely smashed here, bro. Um, it. it it happens in MMA, man. Like, she's 39, all these fights. Might be the slowest fighter alive today. Like, um, th- this is going to be bad. This is a tough fight for your last one, man. Um, I-, I like that bet as well. Uh, plus 200. Uh, O'Neal inside the distance. She's she's going to she's gonna put a beating on Roxy. Aaron. Yeah. Um, don't disagree. Tough to disagree with that. 39-year-old chick. I think they should have let her do, like, steroids for her last fight or, like, pump her up. Like, get her, get her like, a little bit of an advantage because she is a legend. Like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Roxy fan. Uh, it's kind of cool to see that uh, a chick like her was able to make it to the UFC and kind of, like, prolong. Even though a couple of her wins were kind of sketch, I know she beat – who'd she beat? Macy Barber on off of, like, an ACL. Torn knee. Yeah. Like yep. Whatever. Take the wins how you can. I mean, she's a lot. She's just like the, the classic kind of chick who gets in the MMA and like takes a few jujitsu classes. And she's like that stereotypical kind of kind of girl. And I think she's, she's a legend. So, I mean, I'll be cheering for her. Casey O'Neill is like, uh, she's obviously really good, really good grappler. She is gas for days too. Honestly, she's, she's the type of girl that if she's on top, she can pour it on and she'll, She'll get the finish because she she keeps going, you know. If she's like ground and pound, she'll she'll just she can link those together and do really well doing that. So yeah, I mean, I got O'Neill winning, but I'm gonna be cheering for Roxy. All right, tin foil hat time. Here we go. No, the, the the UFC doesn't care about not any, a chance. <laughs> they, they don't care about Roxy going out good. Um, and I don't think this will be the type of fight that will be difficult to score. It'll be whoever gets on <laughs> in these grappling exchanges is going to win. 
the only thing I'm a little concerned about is the the fraud king Casey O'Neill um, has looked good against people that literally do not know how to grapple at all. Um, and Montefiore, even though she's like the lowest level athlete that's ever been in the UFC, like she kind of knows how to grapple. She doesn't let fights stay at distance. She forces people to, to grapple with her. So is O'Neal's grappling really that much better than, than Roxy's? Is she that much better of an athlete than, than Roxy? Like 15 I, years younger, for sure. Athlete Grapp- and, and 15 uh, years younger. Yeah. <laughs> athlete definitely a better athlete, but, but you're <laughs> that, right. That, that's fair. I think, her, I think her grappling, they might they might match up well in grappling. And I don't think O'Neal's like a great striker. So Yeah, you know, I, I think the line's a little long here. Um I I don't know. Maybe that means I, I throw Roxy in in Toutmaster. I don't know what the plus three and a half is in this spot, but uh, Dude, you can get that. some spicy. You can get a spicy like under plus one sixty. Yeah. Okay. That's that's not bad. Plus one. She's got to win a round. She's got to win a round and survive. I, I don't know. I, I think she's going to survive. I'm, I'm not concerned about her surviving. I know you guys are on the the inside. Man, the she's taking some whoopings, man. She's taking some whoopings from some chicks that have muscles. This Maybe chick has. This chick has a stolen nickname and no muscles. Uh, it doesn't count. She's not going to beat her inside the distance. I don't think I'm going to end up betting Roxy here, but I don't think that Casey O'Neill is going to look like a minus 400 favorite in this fight. Finally, the prelim headliner in this one. This one is, I mean, if you're trying to draw pay-per-view buys, this is how you do it. <laughs> on Andre Arlovsky in 2022 going 15 minutes with Jared Vandera. I mean, if that doesn't get the blood pumping, I don't know what does. Sean, how does Arlovsky win a decision here? <laughs> Probably does, because that's what Andre Arlovsky does in 2021 and 2022. Uh, he fights shitty heavyweights and survives and wins decisions. Man, Arlovsky opened like minus 300 at Bet Online. It's probably that's, a tiny bit bad. steep, yeah. but, and it's obviously been bet down a shit ton, and money still keeps coming in on Vandera. Uh, Arlovsky's down to like minus 145. I just wish his decision prop was moving because oh, there's, yeah. there's been a bunch of money coming in on Vandera, but his decision prop is like plus 135, plus 145. It's not really moving. I don't like playing small favorites. Andre Olofsky should win this fight. He likely wins it by decision. I'm going to pass. I, I, I'm hoping for a bit of a bigger number. I know Arlovsky does not finish people. But Vandera loves to be finished. Like, he, his last three losses, all by finish. And I mean, I, I know Arlovsky is ancient. Doesn't have the firepower. Doesn't really put the pace on. He just does enough. Man, Vander might give up. You never know. So I'll just pick uh, Arlovsky. Maybe if, if that decision prop creeps up higher to like plus 160, 70, 80, maybe. I'll, I'll take a stab, but the pick's Arlovsky. Sean, don't overthink it here. 
I mean, I'm probably overthinking it. Vandera went to a five round decision with the legendary Andrew Van Zyl in the EFC worldwide. I mean, it, it took Richard Odoms, the Black Eagle, it took him until the fifth round to finish Vandera. And you think that some former UFC heavyweight champion like Arlovsky can just get him out of there whenever he wants? I mean, he survived five rounds with Tony Lopez. So <laughs> I, I think you might be right, Brad. I think I'm overthinking this. Wes, what do we got here? Yeah, there's there's only there's only one bet to be made here. Like Arlovsky's like one of those old old boxers too. He'll, he'll like he'll carry his <laughs> opponent. He just carries these bums for 15 minutes. Like lets them show a little bit so they can maybe get another fight. Cashes this two hundred fifty thousand dollar check. Well, it's still one of the top paid dudes in, in the sport, probably. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, Arlovsky just. He uh, he does enough, like Sean said. He doesn't throw crazy punches anymore because it, it puts him in bad spots to get that chin tested. So he does maybe a little later in a fight. Like you'll you'll be sweating Arlovsky in the third usually. Like you just gotta gotta hope he doesn't get caught with anything flush. Uh, <clears throat> which it's another bum he's fighting, man. Another dude. I don't think he's gonna have to worry about that. So. Arlovsky by decision, man. Like, uh, it's it's a great spot again. It, it's it's pretty much the same bet over and over with Arlovsky at this point, and it, and it keeps cashing. So I'm gonna, gonna go there again. Aaron, yeah, I was looking. I I agree with your guys' sentiments. I was looking at the, but it could be close. I think it's gonna be like a close, like a striking battle. That you know, I don't think it'll hit the ground. So and. These text judges. If you look at the split decisions, it's like seven to one Arlovsky or twelve to one Vandera. I might play a little bit of that. I think the I think the line is probably pretty right on. If I could rely on Arlovsky to wrestle, then I would feel more feel better about laying the price that he has. But um, I don't think he will. Um, I think it just ends up being like a stand up kickboxing match and. Not a lot of volume, but it'll be close, and who knows if the judge is looking at their phone or not. So I could see this being one of those fights that everyone on Twitter is like, oh, what the fuck? Like, this is this is a robbery. This is, like, one of the robbery matches. Either way, it ends up. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think I might, you know, this is getting closer to the end of the night, so I'll be pretty drunk. So I'll definitely be, be sprinkling a little on some wild shit, and I'll probably do, like, the split decision, boys. There we go. I, I don't hate the split decision process. <laughs> Those numbers in this dude, fight. Yeah, why not, dude? You know there's going to be some wild shit with these Texas judges. Everyone always, like, forgets about it. It, it always happens. Yeah. It will be a storyline on uh, on Sunday morning right. in regards to this card in one way or another. So, yeah, I, I like Arlovsky. It's just what he does. I asked Sean how he wins a decision. Honestly, I don't know how he wins a decision, but he's going to figure out a way to win a decision in this fight. Jared Vandera is not very good. He hasn't beaten anybody good. He's lost to anybody even remotely good that he's fought. And Andre Arlovsky only loses to dudes that have basically huge knockout power that can put him out in one shot. Because other than that, he is the durable veteran 
and he sticks around and he ends up outboxing these dudes that don't know how to throw a punch at heavyweight. So I've got Arlovsky, Arlovsky by decision. I don't hate, honestly, with the, the price coming down, I don't hate Arlovsky going in a parlay. Um, it's almost getting to the point where you can probably play it straight as well. Uh, and then I've got some Arlovsky decision at plus 145, plus 140. So uh, I, I like the uh, the old vet to get it done. Moving up to the main card, we are in the lightweight division. And, I mean, if there's going to be some judges fuckery on this card, yeah, it is, is 100% going to be in a Bobby Green fight. So, Bobby Green, Nazrat Hackbrass. Uh, Aaron, get your, your split decision props ready for this one because, no. I mean, that, that seems like what's incoming here. Sean, what's the breakdown? I'm just asking for trouble with this one. Uh, we're in Texas, Texas judges, and I'm also putting a, a decent bet on Bobby Green. This is just asking for an absolute letdown. Um, <laughs> he looked great last time out. Uh, that was the ghost of Ala Quinta, the, the real estate agent. Um, <laughs> he still fucking waxed him, and we haven't seen that against Ala Quinta, even if he is a ghost. When we the Hooker and Hackbrass fight was was interesting because I mean obviously Hooker was able to take Hass well it wasn't that interesting but uh, <laughs> Hooker was able to obviously take Hackbrass down. I thought on the feet Hackbrass would be better than what he was because obviously if he can't take can't stop the takedowns on the feet it should it should be your bread and butter. Now I know Dan Hooker is very good but I don't know I I just expected more out of Hackbrass. I think Bobby Crean can can use his striking and and shut down Hackbarast. Um This likely likely goes to a decision, and that's when shit gets scary. So I I think that might be factored in the line a bit, and that's why it might be a little bit lower than what I uh, think it should be. But I got two units on on Bobby Green. I think he can can win a a striking decision, and hopefully it's wide enough that there's no fuckery. Yeah, uh, a fan duel out there with like a. A 50 cent off market decision prop on Bobby Green is something I would probably look into if I had access to that. But, uh, Wes, what are we thinking here? Yeah, I was, I was on that as well. Like, FanDuel seems to have some props that are, that are a little off, uh, on this card if you're, if you're looking around. Um, yeah, I kind of feel that way too, man. I, I think Bobby Green's the better guy here, but fuck, it's, it's fucking Bobby Green, man. Um, I do think it's it's a fight that's going to go 15 minutes here. Um, I, I did think that last fight was going to go 15 minutes, and he knocks out fucking Al in, you know, a minute, couple minutes or something like that. Um, but that guy's selling houses, and um, I think Nazareth is pretty tough. I just, I don't I think Bobby's a little bit better everywhere. It's just, man, what, what kind of mental state are you going to get Bobby Green in in a, in a fight? So, um, I, I'm going to pick Bobby Green here. If I was to bet it, I, I'd probably look at decision on either either side. I think this goes 15 minutes, so I kind of lean uh, Bobby Green by decision. And um, yeah, it, it almost uh, two to one. If if you can get something on that, that's that's probably the bet that I would make on this one. Aaron, yeah, I'm on the Bobby Green train. I think I'm going to be betting him as well. Uh, I know it's. Uh... 
kind of sketch being he's always in close fights and I might sprinkle on this uh this split too. It looks like seven to one for green and then ten to ten one. Ten to one oh, for yeah. yeah, it's not bad. I mean I I feel like yeah, you guys are right. Like we're all gonna see it coming. This is gonna be a split decision, some bullshit people are gonna be complaining one way or the other, but I think Green's just a much better fighter. Hack Brass has when he first came into the UFC, I was like, Oh, this guy's gonna be legit, but he hasn't really gotten much better. So yeah, I think Bobby Green, he's got a lot of a lot of octagon time last year. He's always game, always ready to fight. So I think that that probably helps him a lot and helps him improve as a fighter. And I think he just he seems to be getting better too. So I know I know he had a little bit of a layup going against a real estate agent last time, but uh, I'm a, I think this is a reasonable price to back Bobby here. I think he's much better than Hawk Rast, and Hawk Rast seems to to kind of fail when he steps up. So he's uh, he's kind of like Hernandez. Maybe they should have fought or something because. Yeah, it seems like uh, both of them kind of, whenever they get steps up, they 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 don't perform as well as they usually do. So, <clears throat> I got Bobby Green here. Yeah, um, I, I feel like Hack Perest has always been kind of overrated. He came in and people thought he had these really great hands, and because he started so hot. Yeah, you know, let's do fucks. He he landed. You know, knocked out a couple guys early on, or not even knocked out. Um, you know, won a couple of decisions early on against guys that are all right, or we thought were all right at the time, like uh, Dehisi and the the Jack Brazilian dude that he knocked out. But honestly, I he his lines have been carrying over into other fighters. Like he had that somewhat competitive. It wasn't even competitive, but it was like. Half a Garcia, a uh, quarter of a Garcia was yeah. was kind of competitive with him for a round and a half. And then based on that, that dude was minus 600 against um, Grutzemacher the next time out and lost a decision. It's just like none of the guys that Hack Perast has beaten have actually turned out to be worth a damn at all. And we've seen Bobby Green in there against very good fighters, and <coughs> he fights them close. But the problem with looking at this fight and trying to unload on Bobby Green is that we've seen Bobby Green in there with really bad fighters, and he's fought them really close, too. Um, so it, it's, it's probably just going to be a close fight. I feel like I should be confident in Bobby Green. I want to be confident in Bobby Green. I'm probably going to play him at some point because like getting or, or staying around even money in this fight doesn't feel right to me. Um it didn't feel right to me when Hack Perez fought Hooker. And I think Bobby Green is, is going to get a win here. Um, but, man, Texas is is scaring me because it's probably going 15 minutes. So yeah. who knows what we're going to see. Yep. Next up, Bantamweight division. We got Kyler Phillips taking on Marcelo Rojo. That means red, in case you didn't know. I didn't wow. know that. Yeah. it's that. Yeah. I, I'm I'm a linguistics master. In what in what language? <laughs> no, all all of them. <laughs> all of them. Uh, Sean, what do we got going on here? No follow up questions, please. That's fair. <laughs> uh, this this seems to be like a get right fight for for Phillips. Um, he obviously gassed after smashing Paiva last time, and 
should have lost a draw. It ended up being a, a majority decision. Um, the guy he's fighting, he should light up. He is much, much more skilled. Um, he was able to take some shit from, from Jordan uh, for a little while before he got out of there. Um, I think if uh, Phillips is smart, he'll try to slow down this fight. I don't know if he'll be able to do that because Rojo seems to, to come forward and, and try to engage and, and try to push a pace. Uh, it's a bit concerning because we have seen uh, Phillips gas a bit uh, if he isn't able to get a guy out of there. But I just think the skill difference is going to be way too much. I think he gets uh, Rojo out of there. Uh, Kyler Phillips in the parlay with green plus 115 for two units. Wesley? Yeah, I, I kind of agree with, with most of that. I, I do think this is a spot uh, to get Phillips kind of back on track here. Um, we all pretty much rated him very highly uh, going into that a fight. And, you know, he he showed a lot of skills in that fight. Um, yeah, I just – I don't know what to think of Rowo here. He just gets, you know, smoked in his, in his debut after losing some fights down on – on combat and shit. So, um, yeah, I kind of feel like Phillips should get it done here. Um, just looking at him inside the distance. Um, I think he'd, he'd want to show a really good performance here. Um, yeah, I, I do think he's a good poly piece, but it's creeping up, man. It's up over minus 400 or something like that. So, um, if I do make a bet here, it'll probably be Phillips inside the distance, but, um, I haven't played anything on this fight. Line has just kind of gotten away uh, from me, so Phillips is definitely a pick, though. Aaron? Yeah, I wanted to play the under, but it got away from me there. I, I wasn't able to get a good price on it. I think it was like 140 or something with two and a half. These guys go for it, both of them. Rojo is like a – he's a pretty solid kickboxer, but Phillips, you know, he's – I think his nickname – was is his nickname The Matrix? And he, uh, I might have just made that up, but he fights like it. No, it is. It is. It is. Yeah. And he, I mean, he, he, he has some pretty clever strikes and he's a well-rounded, uh, fighter. So yeah, but it's, it's getting out of hand. I think Phillips pretty unplayable there at minus 400. And even his ITD is like plus a hundred. So, uh, yeah. I probably won't have a bet on this fight, but I think Kyler Phillips probably cleans up. Pretty easily. Yeah, I like Kyler Phillips. I, I think he's a pretty solid fighter. I don't want to bet him as a minus 400 in this spot because Rojo is a shit-eating wild man. He's going to come forward and throw a whole bunch of everything, and who knows what's going to happen there. I, I think the over probably hits here, but I've been burned on a couple of those, like, little juice over one and a half lately. So I'm probably going to stay away from that as well. But uh, I like Kyler Phillips to win this fight. I'm just not interested in betting him in this spot. With that, we're moving up to the real fights on the card. Middleweight division. We have the, uh, the Cisco, the thong song, Derek Brunsong, uh, taking on Jared Q uh, the Crystal Man. Uh, this is this is quite the the narrative fight, Sean. What we got going on here? Yeah, the big question is: Are we going to see a return to the meme on Saturday? <laughs> and I think we do. 
He's oh. Brunson. Brunson's fought off that that meme for a, a good while. Ever since the the Adesanya fight, he's been able to do it five times. In those fights, he's gonna he gets takedowns. That's the big thing because that chin is still an absolute liability. And I don't know if he's gonna be able to consistently get Jared Cannonier down. He might get him down once, maybe twice. I think Cannonier is is strong enough to to shrug some of those and and get up. And then when it's on the feet, the power difference, the chin difference, it's gonna be very very apparent. Um, I hate betting small favorites. Historically, I'm absolutely horrible at it and lose so much money on it. Uh, I was able to grab a minus 135 on Cannoneer. Uh, that price was just too good not to take. Uh, I got him for two units. I just think he's going to be able to, to sprawl and brawl and, and catch that chin. chin and, and then Wes gets to, gets to make a meme on Saturday, so it's going to be fun for all. Wes, exactly when are the edibles going to hit on Saturday night? <laughs> yeah, I, um, I pro- I'm leaning that way too. I think Brunson is, is going to a, to another world uh, this weekend. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think I think the Q man can can keep this up. He, he he's really starting to take down the fence. Is pretty good. Uh, maybe Brunson get, gets one. Um, I'm not sure he can hold Cannonier down for for a full round, but um, man on the feet, it, it's it's not even even Brunson surviving these past five and and getting some decisions where we've all made some money. I think uh, he he's fought really smart, used his wrestling. Um, none of these dudes got takedown defense like like the OQ man, so I'm not sure he gets to fight that type of fight this time. And on the feet, man. We've seen him still take some kind of some punches in these past few fights to where it's still like get the fucking takedown, man, because it's not looking good. And I think we're gonna see some spots in this fight like that. And um yeah, I think Canyonier is gonna gonna catch him with something and uh get Brunson out of there and we're gonna be reminded why Brunson's probably never gonna win a title in this sport because that chin or get a title is, shot. Yeah, or, or even get a shot at it because that, that chin is still a little sketchy, and uh, especially against guys that he can't take down and just lay on. So, yeah, I like uh, Kenya here. Um, I don't know. I think the line's starting to creep back down just a slight it bit. It is. So I, I'm going to wait it out. Uh, if I can't get something decent, maybe down another 15, 20 cents, uh, I'll probably just look Kenya by KO or something like that. It's, it's slight plus money at this point, so. Yeah, I like him to get it get it done there. Aaron. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in agreement. Cannoneer, uh I mean he came down from two oh five to one eighty five, so this dude's a big dude. He came down from two sixty five, yeah. bro. Yeah. He, he was a heavy yeah. Oh my god. You'll hear it every time because Rogan will talk about it. Alright, well that's <laughs> my that's my goal for for uh for twenty twenty two. Um but yeah, I mean when you come down from those types of weights, like you're, you're much more used to like strength that the type of strength that Brunson can put onto you. Like you look at guys like Volkanovski. The reason he's so fucking strong is because he used to be like 200 pounds. So this is a little less pronounced. But Cannonier, uh, I was watching his fight against uh, Hermanson last uh, last night. And he he got taken down, but he also got like right back up. He did like Derek Lewis just stand fucking right back up, and he was able to get up. So. I think he's going to be able to do this similar thing to Brunson. Even if Brunson does take him down, 
you know, I, I think he'll just be able to get back up. He has a pretty good takedown defense. He is pretty good. Decent defensive jiu-jitsu, and I think eventually he's just going to be able to put away Canyonier. Brunson might be able to lay on him for a little bit, but he's so strong that I don't think he's going to be able to lay on him for long enough where it will make a difference with the judges. So, yeah, I got Canyonier. I think he probably knocks him out. So I don't have a bet right now, but I'm similar to to Wes. For whatever reason, it's coming back down, and I think that's wrong. So, But I, I'll wait a little bit and see how, it, how that line moves. Yeah, uh, originally looking at this one, I, I didn't know what to think, so I was kind of hesitant to put a, a bet on anything. Uh, but I think I'm coming around to the, the Cannoneer side. Um, his wrestling defense has looked a lot better at middleweight, uh, and it's not just because he's bigger now in comparison to the people that he's fighting. It seems like he's actually improving, which, yeah. which is nice. And, man, even in these fights that Brunson's winning and, like, sort of winning decisively, uh, he's still getting clipped at almost uh, every fight that he's been in. And now he's fighting a bigger hitter and uh, a guy who's better at defending takedowns and getting back up than anybody that he's fought so far along this run. So... I'm not so sure that Cannoneer can just stand up easily against Brunson because I think once Brunson gets into those grappling exchanges and gets some control, he'll be able to hold it. But, man, Brunson gets tired real quick. Uh, He usually looks like he's dead in the second round, and then somehow in the third or fourth round he's like, okay, I got my energy back again, and he starts getting the takedowns a little bit easier once his opponent starts to tire. But Cannoneer's gone five, and he's looked good going five. Uh, Wes, I, I think we were all thinking in the last fight against Gastelum that his only shot was to to knock him out, and you said no. I like I think he can win a decision here too, um, and that's what he came out and did. So I've got a lot more faith in Cannonier's cardio than I've got in Brunson's cardio. I've got a lot more faith in his chin than I've got in Brunson's chin, and, and I think at some point. And it's just every Brunson fight, he gets landed on. And Cannoneer is not the guy you want to land on you. So uh, I'm I'm going with the, the Cuenoneer guy uh, for for the brand or whatever. Oh, yeah, and he's a, he's a manifester. He's uh, he definitely oh, he's, he's big into the like the crystals. He's I'm good. sure he's I'm sure he's got candles going too. I've done I've done on my bad gambling streaks. I've I've. Uh, You've dabbled in some crystals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever uh, you gets you back on track, baby. You're, you're supposed to let your the wrist or whatever. You're supposed to let the moonlight hit them and shit. I've 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 dabbled, so I might I might dabble. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, it's a big there weekend, so I might have to go and get some. That's that's how you know it works. Um, <laughs> co-main event, man. This one, if this one goes the wrong way, I might be. Uh, an absolute disaster. I'm not even a big Derek Lewis fan. I am just very anti-Shuey. It's disgusting. Why do you hate yourself? I don't get it. Aaron, I, f- I feel like you're, you might be a little bit team Shuey here. I'm so a Shuey guy, I'll, dude. I'll let you go first. I don't understand it. Yeah. Make, uh, understand. I, I, I don't want to pick a winner in this fight, but if I were to bet it, uh, which I probably will end up doing. I'll I'll probably be on the Tuivasa side just because 
Uh, like the, the Polynesian connection think, between... That's probably it. Probably a little bit of that. Probably a little bit of he likes to party. So, I like. I mean, I, I, I have a special place in my heart for that. Fair. But um, I think it, this ends up becoming a 50-50 fight at one point. They're just going to end up coming in the middle and then just, like, kind of throwing hands, which is what they did in the Greg Hardy fight. So, um, at whatever it is, like, plus... What is he, like... Plus plus one now. That's coming down more. It was a little more attractive earlier in the week. I think he was like, yeah, plus one sixty ish. That to me, I'm like, I think these guys. I, Ty's the type of dude who's just gonna say fuck it eventually and just go in the middle and then just go. So if if two dudes are just swinging at each other, that to me is fifty fifty. So I'll probably take some tie there. And then I saw he was handing out. Did you guys see he made his own like? drinking shoey like he handed them out to all the the fighters at the press conference and stuff so if i win i'll uh my bet on tie i'll i'll surely support the brand and i'll buy one and then and then maybe we can give one away i'll give one to you guys you guys can uh give one away on the podcast so gotta get more people drinking out of shoes if if he wins this fight I will drink one. Let's go. Oh shit! Let's go, dude. It's yeah. not We're going. It's going. I used to, to play rugby, so that's like a cup rugby thing. So no, no, I'm not doing that. No, the <laughs> it's to the cup, though, right? Not the, <laughs> yeah. Not the well, yeah, that's what he's, yeah. How many? How many uh, white claws do you think you can fit in uh, Derek Lewis cup? Derek Lewis cup. Are, are we so talking like, the, probably uh, like three or four? Are they the, the 355 white claws or are they the yeah. tall boy yeah. white claws? The, the 355 boys, probably a couple, right? Oh, you oh, could yeah. fit like three or four of those. I wonder what that guy did with the cup. Remember that guy just fucking, that was kind of weird. That, kind of, dude yeah. just that was very weird. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, MMA fans are a six, six bunch of humans. Yeah, it's probably hanging on his wall. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I, got, I got Ty, uh, so I'm taking Ty. I love Derek Lewis. My dumbass bet against him in his last fight, so uh, I got to keep the train rolling. <laughs> Sean? Yeah, I actually kind of think the same way that you do. Like, in Derek Lewis' fights, uh, unless you're way better than him uh, striking, guys are terrified yeah. to, to exchange with him. Yeah. And... That's usually bad news for you because then you do panic shit. Uh, you get backed up and then you get knocked out. This probably isn't good for, for Tui Voss's health. Uh, I, I'm not saying he, he wins it every time. But if he if he throws down like he usually does, he does have big power too. And Derek Lewis has been knocked out. Tuivasa by TKO is, is plus 250, plus 260. I haven't played it yet. It's calling my name. Not high enough. I I I, I, I don't mind that. I, I know I've lost a shit ton of money to, to Derek Lewis. I keep underestimating him. I thought, I thought maybe Dawkus had a chance, but I, I was just on the under in that fight. It, he was petrified. I don't think Tuivasa is going to be petrified. He might and more likely gets knocked out, but I still think him exchanging gives him his best course, uh, best chance of winning. And if he does it at plus two fifty, I think that's worth a small stab. It's a big cage too. It's like I, I, that's the one thing I underestimated about the last fight was it was a fucking small cage. Yeah. So like yeah, Derek just like trapped you in the corner, and beat your ass. So yeah. I know Tui likes to move around a little bit, throw leg kicks. We'll see. 
I think I think uh, as an underdog, he's a decent decent play. Wesley, talk some sense into him. Come the on, biggest, the biggest, <laughs> the biggest hater of all time. I, to talk some sense into these fools. Do I have to be the Derek Lewis apologist again? On, yes. On, yep. on this one, do it. Are we serious, man? Like he got, rocked, <laughs> he got rocked in the pocket to Hardy and shit before he landed. Bro, he's everyone's trying, gonna get rocked like that. He's he's knocked out Strew, Hunsucker, Hardy, and Sakai. And now you're saying the <laughs> man with some of, some of the biggest good. power. Say what you will about Derek Lewis, and I've said it all. The man has some of the biggest power we've ever seen, and he all he needs is a guy to come, Eddie. And start swinging dumb shit at him. Like, he's going to get that. Lewis yeah. by KO plus money here, man. Like, I'm going back to back on, on Derek Lewis here, man. It's, it's like a fucking different world going on. I don't, I don't know what my brain's telling me, but uh, I can't wait for this uh, fight, you know, This fight's going to be dope, dude. It's going to be one I, of those. I think they're swinging awesome. and banging. Yeah, they're yeah. swinging and banging. And, Derek Lewis is the last dude you want to swing and bang with. Like, in <laughs> his hometown, too. So I, I like Derek Lewis by KO. Uh, I think it's a spot, man. Like, it's just another heavyweight that's going to give him what he wants, man. And like I said, say what you will about Derek Lewis. He can still hit like a fucking truck, man. I'll take Derek Lewis by KO. Plus money. I mean, there's so many things going in Derek Lewis's favor here. His last fight in his hometown, he absolutely shit the bed. So you know he's not going to want to do that again. (laughs) And people keep talking about this. Oh, man, they're going to start exchanging, and it's 50-50. There is no fucking universe where anyone exchanging with Derek Lewis (laughs) is 50-50. No way. (laughs) No. This is like the Scott Steiner map. Like, he's, he's, he's got a, a 66 and a third chance of beating you, and then a 50% chance of beating the other dude, and then you take the other dude's percentage and you add it onto your percentage, and there's like 141% chance that Derek Lewis is going to knock Ty Tuivasa the fuck out of this fight. I mean, dude. What, what are we doing really bargain, dude. What are we doing? Some dude that is disgusting and drinks <laughs> alcohol out of a boot and has lost to anybody, anybody. Uh, his wins might be the worst, like, four or five wins that have happened. Dude, that Greg Hardy win was pretty – it was it was lit. It was like, whatever, Greg Hardy, but it was electric win. Oh, no. That, oh, it, yeah, it was an awesome KO. Hey, Greg yeah. Hardy. That was true. But it's not a good win as far right, as right, LA right. goes. 100%. Um, and Lewis has been there against everybody. And sometimes he gets knocked out. Uh, it doesn't happen easily. It doesn't happen early in fights. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Has Lewis ever lost in like the Better. first round? Mitrione flatlined him inside of a minute. Oh, there you go. With the, so with the, with the phantom forearm shit, wasn't it? <laughs> yep. There was the phantom forearm shot that knocked him out. Yeah. Well, Mitrione has that NFL athleticism like uh, like Brendan Schaub, so that doesn't count. Of course. Uh, um, but like people don't get Black Beast out of there early. And have you seen Tai Tuavasa in the second round of a fight? It's <laughs> no, terrifying. Elite cardio. <laughs> it's terrifying. So 
like there's a situation where they exchange and there's like a a zero percent chance the two of us <laughs> knocks him out in the first round. But if this gets any any further into the fight, Lewis is the one that can keep fighting late into a fight. Tuavasa can't do that shit. He's never even shown that he can do that against a bad fighter, let alone a, a decent fighter. <laughs> and Derek Lewis is like, I mean, he's probably one of the top 10 or 15 heavyweight resumes ever in MMA at this point. The, yeah. the dude just knocks people out and wins fights, so... I, I like Derek Lewis here. The fact that that TKO prop is creeping down to, to almost even money, I mean, that's that's kind of crazy to me. So I'll be on Lewis in this spot. Main event time. I know it's been a long show. We had 15 fights to break down. Who knows how many we'll see on Saturday night. But uh, the main event is a good one. We, we got the rematch between Thin Izzy and, and Robert Whitaker. Um I don't know. Is, is Whitaker back enough to, to beat Izzy, or are we going to see a little bit of a replay of the, the first fight, Sean? I thought it was Titty Izzy, I, uh, not not Thin Lizzy. No, it, it, it's Thin Izzy Titasanya. Ah, that's that's the that's, that's the official. If you look at his birth certificate, that's the, that's the name <laughs> on there. So quite quite the name. I, um, I got it with I, Obama's I, birth certificate. <laughs> that's classified shit brad um i've been fading whitaker ever since that first adesanya loss losing money obviously all along the way uh i just thought all the wars with yolo uh were gonna accumulate and he was gonna kind of fall off a cliff uh he proved me wrong i still don't think he's like he's obviously taken damage since that first fight where he got absolutely smoked um, but he has been winning, uh, so you can't fault him for that. But I just don't think the gap that was in that first fight is going to be close enough where this ends up being uh, a close fight. Um, you know, Whitaker's probably going to try to shoot and wrestle. Izzy's takedown defense against the cage is, is very good. Uh, when he's in the middle of the cage, it's a bit of a different story. Um, I still think he's he's good enough to be able to get up uh, and also stuff it against the cage. And then when it's on his feet, he's just better. Um, that Whitaker chin is, I still think sketchy. I don't think it's going to be as one-sided as it was in that first fight. It's almost impossible for that to be the case. I still think Izzy is going to light him up on the feet eventually, whether it's the third or fourth, I think he gets a finish. Um, it is, Juice pretty good. Uh, I'm keeping it small. I got a one unit parlay with Adesanya and Phillips uh, for minus one twenty five. All the juice. I found it all. <laughs> all dress. Yeah, uh, I, I like Izzy here uh, as well. Um, I just think Whitaker has to to grapple and grind and wrestle to to beat Izzy at this point. I just think Izzy's. It's better on the feet, man. Uh, if the fight takes place there, it'll be slow. It'll be at range. Um, we see a lot of these title fights kind of turn into that. Um, I think this one kind of does too. I think Izzy just kind of keeps his range. If Whitaker gets inside, it's probably just against the cage. Um, Izzy's takedown defense at 185 is unbelievable. When he goes up and fights guys like 
Jan, the size of Jan, like it's a, it's a little bit different. So, um, I kind of, I kind of think this fight plays out a little more slow personally. Uh, is he by decision? It's like plus 150 or plus 160, I think something around there. I, I could absolutely see this going five rounds. Um, and is he just doing just enough to, to take rounds here? Whit- Whitaker might get a, get a round in there. Maybe he does get a takedown or something, but. Man, Izzy's really hard to finish at this point. Um, I, I don't see Whitaker finishing. So um, at, at that kind of plus money, um, I'm probably just going to take a little of him by decision. Um, it's not a bad price for a parlay, I guess, uh, if you think Izzy's going to win there. So I might parlay him with something, but uh, him by decision at that, that plus money, something I'm, I'm probably going to take a little bit of. I think the thing that I really struggle with in this fight is that this is a longer line than Izzy and Vittori. And there's no Yeah, but that way... was just a dumb price, as we all know. Yeah. Was it, though? Yes, it was, it was a horrible price. Because, like, Vittori got takedowns in almost every round in that fight. Yeah, but he did nothing with it, though. Yeah, because he's a shitty grappler. Well, but, like, the, the path is, is still there for, for Whitaker... Also, as, as I announced on Twitter, I did some, some tape study on oh, this shit. one, um, which means I, I finally watched Izzy Vittori. Um, and, like, I remember the, the Izzy Whitaker first fight, and people say it was a blowout, uh, and, and that's because Izzy smoked him at the end of the first round. If Izzy doesn't land that punch at the end of the first round... Honestly, that might be a Whitaker round. That was a, a very close round. Whenever Whitaker was throwing straight punches, whenever he was jabbing and following it up, he was having a lot of success in that fight. Uh, it's when he started throwing looping shit and, and getting wild in that one that Izzy started to clip him. So if Whitaker could be a little bit more composed, and we know that Izzy's not going to force a high pace in any fight that he's in. He's willing to sit back and just let the fight sort of play out over 25 minutes. I think Whitaker can win a fight. Uh, and even just standing, he was competitive with with Izzy. And then you mix in the wrestling and, and everything like that. And yeah, I, I was very impressed by Izzy's grappling when it's by the cage. But when he's in the center of the cage, he is fucking useless. He has no clue what's going on there. He can use the cage to stand up and sweep and do all that sort of stuff. But if he just has to grapple, uh, he, he's lost. Uh, and, and Whitaker's way better there. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I've been trying to sort of talk myself into a Whitaker bet all week, which is never a, a bet that you really want to make. Uh, but I've definitely talked myself out of taking Izzy. Uh, I might throw Whitaker in, in Toutmaster just to see what happens. Um, but I think this is a competitive fight. I don't think this is going to look like the first fight that happened. And man, if Izzy doesn't capitalize on Whitaker's chin as, uh, as compromised as I think it was going into that first fight, I think this is a much different fight this time around. So I'm leaning a little bit towards Whitaker. Uh, I haven't taken this shot yet, but that's what I'm thinking. Aaron, you're back. I'm back. back. 
Can you hear me? You got the backup device. We we got you. Dude, my what computer just shut down. I think Spotify is on to us. Um, right? Cancel culture. Uh, I, I, I just I, I think Adesanya wins here. I don't really have too much confidence in Whitaker. I think yeah, I think in his last few fights it looks like he's been wrestling a lot more, so maybe him and Mount Coon have been re- wrestling and trying to get ready for this. Because I think that's the way you beat Adesanya, right? Is you have to you have to get him to the ground. But I don't think if if uh, Vittori didn't have too much success, then I don't think Whitaker is going to have that much success either. Um. I think obviously Adesanya has him on the feet, and yeah, I think I think it's a little a, a little wide of a line, but I think Adesanya has him covered almost everywhere. He Adesanya has some good takedown defense, so um, yeah, I think it's a little bit wide, but I think I think Adesanya has him covered almost everywhere, and I'm excited to see what he comes out to if he does any like. No dances or anything, but we'll see what he does. Usually he comes out with some hot, so who knows? But yeah, I got I got out of sight. Um, who 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 did the boys are back in town? That wasn't Thin Lizzy, was it? Yeah, <laughs> do I have no? Was it? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's they're, they're just gone. <laughs> yeah, it's th- that's Thin Lizzy. That's Thin yeah. Lizzy. There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whitaker is back in town for this one. Oh. Um, I'm, I'm on an island in this one. But that is going to do it. We went a little long on this one, but we appreciate Aaron joining us. It, it was a good time. Uh, 15 fight card to break down. And uh, we'll be back at it whenever the next UFC card is. I haven't looked ahead. I think it's next week with uh, some, some lightweights going at it. Some fizzy pop but, and RDA. That's kind of interesting, but we'll be back with you on that one. Remember, Thick Willie, Munich, Consensus, everything. Um, And the Hawaiian dude. Everyone go all in on the Hawaiian dude. (laughs) (laughs) These views are are not necessarily uh, subject (laughs) of the MMA analysis, so... Don't listen to what the guest host says all the time, (laughs) just some of the time. But we had uh, a, a good time having you on, Aaron. Appreciate you. Uh, anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Uh, dude, just follow me on Twitter. You'll figure it out from there. Uh, Top Kaiki, T-O-P-K-A-I-K-I. So that's all I got. Uh, obviously, very honored to be on here. Anytime you guys need me, I'll drop whatever I'm doing, and I'll 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 run to the the computer, which just broke. I think so. Uh, <laughs> we broke it. But but once I get that that Leomana cash, I'll be able to buy a new one. So there it is. Beautiful. And when I finally make it down to San Diego, we'll definitely hit up a Seals game, dude. Yes, that'd be amazing. I'll, I'll rock the penny, and uh, we'll go. <laughs> the, the beers are cheap, so that was always that's always good for morale. Nice. I appreciate all of our listeners. As always, we will see everyone next week for Dos Anjos and Viziev.